15 years ago, I opened Home Sweet Home. And I raised my kids in my house from four years old, bringing in Mechali Shabbos into my house on a steady basis, not just Shabbos. They were always there. Pesach by my Seder. I had my kids and my kids, these kids, those kids, our kids. Chalamite trips. I have pictures of my They They really knew them. They grew up with them. There were constantly new kids, new kids, new kids. Every few months, another kid moved in, into my house. My kids, I started from four years old raising them this way. Four, five, six, seven, all the years, they were raised with constantly seeing Chil Shabbos. And I didn't have even one tiny doubt that they would lose out because of it. If you're from, and you're happy, and you have a normal house, and you're doing well in yeshiva, and you don't have trauma or any problems, why would you want to go off the derech? A little bit, maybe when you're six and a half years old, you'll say, oh, this guy looks cool. Okay, that's not going to make you eat shreif and go off the derech. I didn't, I didn't have a havamina. So you could say, well, it wasn't a sibling, it wasn't a cousin. Everybody could say why it's different. This was a lot worse because every year was an, every few months was another kid and another kid and another kid that's less stable than your sister or your cousin that you know and you have a relationship with. It was kids that I did not have a relationship until they moved in and I got to know them. It was strangers. It was a lot of Chil Shabbos. My kids used to say, how come these guys walk out by the Shabbos meal after every course? How come they go for a walk? So I said, they're very health conscious. They like to go for a walk in between courses. And then it, at some point, they opened up the window shade or looked down the block and they said, oh, I am smoking on Shabbos. I said, yeah, Shefala. They're not from. And we are. And you know what Hashem wants us to do? Be makar of them. Simple. We're lucky. We're fortunate enough that we have something amazing they never don't have it. I feel so bad for them. But we're not going to be marachic them and reject them. And we're not going to be upset at them. We're going to be nice to them. And I never thought they're going to be from, by the way. When I opened Home Sweet Home, I just wanted to be nice to them. Give them food, get them jobs, get them off drugs. Because isn't that what we're here for? To help people? It's not contagious. So it's the kind of situation where the more you fear it, then it becomes a real thing. <gasps> oh, careful, you're going to see, they're going to see. I had no fear of it. And if you don't fear it, it doesn't do anything to you. If you don't fear it, if you don't fear it, it's, 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 I, now listen, I can't tell you, 100% of the world is, is going to have, you know, the same outcome. Of course, it's the Atta Deshmaya. Of course. But, this is my story. Ad Kedekach, that before, before Rosh Hashanah, a couple of years ago, it was, it was Friday night, Gesundheit, it was Friday night, and I told my kids, I had a 20-year-old and a 16-year-old, Gesundheit, and I said, guys, we need schusim before Rosh Hashanah. After the meal Friday night, instead of going to sleep or whatever, we went out to the park looking for the Mechal Shamas. We need schusim. Unfortunately, in our dart, there's so much opportunity for schosim. The Zayra Kaddish in Paris' Truma says, there's nothing more, bigger, better that you can do for Hashem than to run after those who fell away from the crown and to try to be mishtadel, to bring them back with love.
why are we so foolish? We're going to get paid big time for that. So I took my kids looking for them. Everybody's worried. They shouldn't see. They shouldn't see. Come, guys, let's go. And we went to the park, and there were Mechali Shabbos there, smoking cigarettes. And I sat with them, and I introduced myself, and I introduced my kids to them. My kids didn't look at them and say, oh, wow, I want their life. From far, from they kind of look out the bu- out of the bus window and they say, oh, imagine not having to wear a yarmulke and not say brachas. Imagine not having to go to school. Imagine not having to study. It looks glamorous. But when you're actually close in, they're not glamorous. They're pathetic. They're hurting. They're dysfunctional. And all of them, by the way, want to be like us. When they get healthy, all of the home sweet home kids who had a family to go back to, which was most of them, are from today. Those same kids. So even if they would have looked up to them, so a couple of years later they would look up to them so that when they become from, they'll bring them, they'll make them starker. My kids got stronger because of this experience. We're living in a real world. You can't live in a ghetto with, with girls starving outside and at my, my kids, my sons shouldn't see this and we shouldn't see starving people and we should see a perfect world. We built this beautiful little bubble, but the world is crumbling around us and people are dying. So now is not the time to say, I don't want my kid to see, I don't want my kid to see. First of all, like I said, to me, and, I, and I'm pretty sure that if you ask all of the chavra working with the kids, all of the angels on the street... We're not scared of them. They're not scary. They're not going to pull our kids down. If you fight with them and you and, and you say kick me, you look away. They'll bite your head off. But if you're nice to them, they're sweet, sensitive neshamalach. They're they're like little puppies. They're the nicest kids. What are you scared of? You don't want your daughter to know that it's shaykh to be natsnius. That's how weak your chinuch is. You tell your daughter. Some people choose not to be from. And I'm going to explain to you why we choose to be from Chinuch. And if they're happy and they're stable, they're always going to choose to be from. That's it. They're not going to want red nail polish. Why do you think that they're going to want to look like their cousin and not like their mommy? If you're her best friend and you're her role model, you're the mommy and she has older sisters, no. She's not going to look like anybody from the last 400 years, from all the grandparents and all the aunts and uncles. She's going to want to look like her dysfunctional cousin, right, who's, who, who dresses, whatever, and is going through a hard time and is suicidal and on drugs. That's going to become a role model? Well, why? Don't be scared of it. Say, yeah. And you should know, the kids who came to Home Sweet Home, they looked very cool. And my kids were growing up, they were like, whoa, necklace, whoa. I have a, I have a bag of all those necklaces now. It's not going to be right away. It's not going to be the first day that they're going to say, Feh, look at them. Right now. They're going to say, oh, this is very interesting. And they talked about movies in my Shabbos table, my kids grew up with. You know what happened on my Shabbos table? Really? There were words that were said at my Shabbos table that are not found in any Siddur in the world. <laughs> Because we didn't have a regular Shabbos table. We were a factory to save Jews. We were Schindler's List. We were saving Neshamas. And that's much more important than saying, Bur Hashem Yaymiyayim, Bur Hashem wants you to save families. If every one of you would go out on the street and invite two, three, four of these Neshamas Friday night for a meal, who cares that you can't sing Yaym Zemachubad? 
You understand that almost all of our home sweet home kids today are from, they're getting married, they have children, we have Enoch ready from them. Diaries we are saving, and we sacrificed that the kids didn't grow up. Yeah, they grew up in a Kirov home. 